It's one o'clock, I'm Robert Kemp. The headlines, an Indonesian airliner with over 180 people on board has crashed shortly after taking off from Jakarta. Photo evidence is questioned at the inquiry into shoddy work at the MTR's Hong Hom station and HSBC posts better than expected results. A line airplane has crashed into the Java Sea shortly after taking off from the Indonesian capital Jakarta. 188 passengers and crew were on board the Boeing 737, which was heading for the city of Pankal Pinang on the island of Bangka. A search and rescue team has been sent to the area. Privacy Commissioner says he may be one of the 9.4 million victims of Cathay Pacific's data breach. But he says he didn't open an email purportedly from the airline confirming this for fear it was fake and phishing for information. Stephen Wong says he's received 24 complaints about the data breach, seven of which concern compensation. He says from past experience it's almost impossible to seek any redress, but he says this breach was different. This is an issue which we have not dealt with before. Surely, you know, we have to consider you know, all sorts of injuries to feelings. And then we will make assessment as to whether you know, we could offer our legal advice or offer you know, legal assistance in the legal proceedings involved. Or we could brief out to other lawyers, barristers included, you know, out in, in private practice to offer similar assistance. An independent inquiry has been told that new photo evidence submitted by a subcontractor last week to support its allegations of shoddy work at the MTR's home home station revealed nothing at all. Wendy Wong has more. Four photos were submitted by China Technologies boss Jason Pun last Friday in an attempt to show that concrete had not been poured over reinforcement steel bars on 12 January 2016. Today, a witness said he saw people cutting such bars. The witness, Li Ren Chow, said it was his first day at work and he saw workers cutting the bars and screwing them onto couplers on a diaphragm wall. His testimony was challenged by the main contractor, Leighton, whose lawyer, Queen's counsel, Sean Wilkin, pointed out that the area concerned was already concreted over before Mr. Lee even started working at the site. On Monday, after going through the photos, Mr. Wilkin affirmed that they could not prove pouring was going on when Mr. Lee arrived at the site and thus showed absolutely nothing revelatory. Rather than helping his witness, Mr. Boone has basically destroyed his credibility even further, Mr. Wilkin said. Despite the apparent contradictions, Mr. Lee stood by his evidence and said he did not lie to the commission. The photos were not shown to journalists attending the hearing or members of the public. Finance Committee Chairman Chang Kim Poor has admitted he needs to be more careful about voicing his opinions. He's been accused of taking sides over the controversial Lantau Tomorrow Vision project, a 1,700-hectare artificial island to house over a million people. During the weekend, Mr Chan said he believed funding for a feasibility study on the reclamation would likely be approved in under 20 hours. He called critics of the controversial plan sinners in history. There are a set of rules that I need to follow. And furthermore, I can't even vote. So uh, in reality, I think the people of Hong Kong really don't need to worry about the uh, chairman is uh, really taking side. But uh, obviously, I think the sentiment in Hong Kong is still that the, if you become the chairman, better don't speak so often so that to avoid people giving you a very wrong impression that you are taking side. I need to be very careful next time. Liberal Party lawmaker Felix Chung says the government is hurting its relationship with the business sector over its approach to scrapping the MPF offset mechanism. 
Businesses have estimated they face an extra $840 billion in costs over 25 years if they can no longer use their contributions to workers' retirement funds to offset their severance and long service pay. The Labour Secretary, Lord Ji Kuang, accused the business sector of scaremongering, saying this figure lacks basis. Mr Chung, who represents the business sector in Lejko, denied the criticism. Is making a misleading comment and misleading figures. The calculations we had was actually based on the government's figures. The government has to tell the truth. Now the business sector is telling the truth. Then have the offset mechanism is abolished. Then this is the real figures that the business sector have to bear. Beijing's Foreign Ministry Commissioner Ji Feng says the country needs Hong Kong and will make the SAR successful as China further opens up its economy to the world. He was speaking during a seminar here on China's 40 years of reform and opening up. He said Hong Kong was irreplaceable and had made historical contributions over the past decades to connect China with the world. The Director of Investigations at the ICAC, Ricky Yu, has dismissed concerns that Beijing is putting pressure on the anti-graft body. Mr Yu is retiring after almost four decades with the graft busters. He insisted there was no there were no hidden agendas or political considerations, despite growing polarisation in society. Here's Timmy Song. Ricky Yu has been with the ICAC since 1979, and as his career there comes to an end, he spoke to reporters about how the anti-craft body's work has changed over the years and the challenges it now faces. He says just as Hong Kong integrates further with the mainland, so too has the ICAC become more Chinese, with fewer foreign officers these days and a lot less English spoken than before. Mr. Yu was asked whether Hong Kong could see a mainland-style crackdown on corruption. He responded that he couldn't say whether further senior political figures will end up under investigation, but the ICAC will only ever follow the law and gather any evidence, and there will be no other considerations whatsoever, political or otherwise. Far-right politician Jair Bolsonaro has won Brazil's presidential elections. He took more than 55% of votes cast in the second-round runoff against Fernando Haddad of the leftist Workers' Party. Thousands of Mr Bolsonaro's supporters have been celebrating and setting off fireworks outside his home in Rio de Janeiro. He addressed his supporters in a victory speech. We are going to offer you a dignified government that will work for all Brazilians. We are a great country, and now, together, we are going to make this country, in a great nation, a free, democratic, and prosperous nation. Brazil above all, God above all. Leicester City Football Club in England has confirmed the club's chairman died when his helicopter crashed outside the stadium on Saturday evening. All four other people on board were also killed. A book of condolence will be opened at the stadium from tomorrow for billionaire Wichai Siwa Tanaprabha, and the team has postponed its upcoming League Cup fixture against Southampton. Here's our London-based correspondent, Gavin Gray. The people of Leicester took this tie to their hearts. He was extremely popular. He would often, on special match days, give free beer and pies to the crowd. He donated £2 million to the local children's hospital and really said he wanted to do something special with this football club. And, of course, a couple of years ago, at odds of 5,000 to 1, he did exactly that by getting them to win the Premier League against all the odds. So this was someone that people feel very sensitive about locally. The mood in Leicester in the Midlands here in the UK absolutely 
absolutely terrible because, frankly, so many people support Leicester and so many people think he's responsible for his massive rise to high-quality football. Fans of Leicester Football Club in England have been laying scarves, shirts and messages of, of support outside the team's stadium. It was a very, very um, friendly man. He bought City up from nothing, really. And when we were in the Premiership, I really, really think we won it because of him. It's what he's actually done for the club. He's not just an owner, he's one of us. He produced that impossible dream, which I never thought we'd ever see in my lifetime. Quarter-finalists in the Champions League. People in the U.S. city of Pittsburgh have held a memorial service for the 11 people shot dead at a synagogue on Saturday. Around 2,000 people attended the interfaith service. The mayor of Pittsburgh, Bill Peduto, called the attack the city's darkest hour and urged mourners to defeat hate with love. The man accused of the killings, Robert Bowers, is said to have talked of genocide as he went on the 20-minute rampage. It's BBC's Dan Johnson. David and Cecil Rosenthal, brothers in their 50s. Bernice Simon and his wife Sylvan in their 80s, Rose Malinger, the oldest to die, at 97. Five of this congregation lived through the Second World War. They were killed during Saturday morning prayers in their own neighbourhood. Robert Bauer's social media timeline was a torrent of anti-Jewish hatred. An hour before the shooting, he wrote, I can't stand by and watch my people get slaughtered. I'm going in. The 46-year-old faces 29 charges. If he's found guilty, there are calls for the death penalty. A new group of migrants has gathered and left the capital of El Salvador, heading for the United States. The group of more than 300 people came together after thousands of Hondurans set off in mid-October, heading through Mexico. The second group of Hondurans was moving through Guatemala last week. President Trump has said he'll reinforce the U.S. border to stop the migrants entering. He's threatened Central American countries with pulling aid packages if they don't stop the migrants. HSBC has posted a 28% growth in quarterly profit, exceeding market expectations. Pre-tax profit was $5.9 billion US dollars in the September quarter, up from $4.6 billion in the same period a year ago. Revenue grew 6% to just under $13.8 billion US dollars during the period. Operating costs fell nearly 7% to just under $8 billion. US dollars. The bulk of the quarterly profit, $4.45 billion, US dollars, came from its Asian business and almost $3 billion US dollars of that generated in Hong Kong, boosted by retail banking and wealth management business here. Profit growth at mainland industrial firms has slowed for the fifth consecutive month, pointing to cooling domestic demand in the economy. Industrial profits rose 4.1% in September from a year earlier to more than 545 billion yuan. That was less than half of the pace in August and the slowest since March. The slowdown in September was mainly pressured by a greater fall in production and sales and declining price growth. Statistics Bureau also said an escalating trade war with the United States added to the pressure on the overall output and threatened to chill business investments and earnings growth in the months ahead. Short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 24,823. That's 109 points up on the previous close. Turnover stands at 51 billion US dollars. US dollar is trading at 111.91 yen. The euro stands at 1 US dollar and 13 cents. And the pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 6 cents. Sport now, and here's Demon Pang.
Thank you. And we go to baseball. The Boston Red Sox have won the World Series in five games. They beat the Dodgers 5-1 in Los Angeles in convincing fashion. That's Boston's fourth championship in 15 years. The BBC's Christmas show talks about how a Steve Pierce two-run home run in the first inning got it going early for the Red Sox. They've put on a masterclass in Los Angeles. Two runs at the top of the first inning. That set the tone. David Freeze replied with a homer of his own for the home side, but it's just not been enough. It's been one-way traffic. Mookie Betts is well getting a home run for Boston, and that tells a story of its own because Mookie Betts is the star attraction right now for the Red Sox, and he'd done nothing all series, and then just to put the dagger in the heart of the Dodgers. On to Formula One, Lewis Hamilton has won the fifth title of his career, and he's now as the second most successful driver in history. The 33-year-old only needed to finish seventh in Mexico to clinch the championship, but he overcame tyre problems to finish fourth. That sealed the biggest achievement in his illustrious career. It wasn't one here, it was one through a lot of hard work throughout a lot of races. So, you know, I've been with Mercedes since I was 13. So, to complete this, you know, when Fangio had done it with Mercedes, you know, it's just a, it's an, incredible, an incredible feeling and then... Uh, very, very surreal at the moment. On to football and in Spain, Real Madrid suffered their worst start in 19 seasons after being thrashed by Barcelona 5-1 at the new Camp. Luis Suarez scored a hat-trick for Barca, who were playing without Leo Messi. Real are now ninth in the La Liga after 10 matches, putting more pressure on manager Julian Lopetegui. Marcel's football writer Juan Castro says he's expecting a managerial change soon. People is really, you know, fed up of this team. After winning these three Champions League in a row, now Real Madrid is really under minimum. This is the idea. Uh, Lopetegui cannot be a Real Madrid coach in the I mean, following hours or days. And uh, the two candidates for replacing him are Antonio Conte and uh, Solari, which is the uh, Argentinian coach of the second team. In the English Premier League, Manchester United beat Everton 2-1 thanks to goals from Paul Pogba and Anthony Martial. Out-of-form striker Rom Lukaku was benched on the back of his lengthy goal drought. The Red Devils moved up to 8th in the table and within 5 points of the top 4. And that's where manager Jose Mourinho sets his sights on. This week when Arsenal loses 2 points and uh, is an opportunity to, to close a little bit of the distance that we couldn't, uh, we couldn't twist. So... Let's try to to keep playing better and better and trying to, to get points. Meanwhile, Chelsea beat Burnley 4-0 at Turf Moor despite missing star player Eden Hazard. The Blues are now second in the league, two points behind Liverpool. And Arsenal's 11-game winning run came to an end. The Gunners were held to a 2-0 draw at Crystal Palace. And that's your sports. To end the news, the top stories once again. An Indonesian airliner with over 180 people on board has crashed shortly after taking off from Jakarta. Photo evidence is questioned at the inquiry into shoddy work at the MTR's Hong Kong station. An HSBC post better than expected results. The news from RTHK. (laughs) 